This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, shoemaker and teacher Louise Clifton wants to make shoemaking skills simple, accessible and fun. As owner of the shoe school, Lou's equipping people from a wide range of backgrounds with the skills to carry on with shoemaking in their own homes. One of Lou's current projects is to bring internationally renowned Japanese shoemaker Takano Kaitaro to Dunedin for an exhibition of his work in a rather special environment. We'll hear more about that now. Joining me is Louise Clifton. Good to have you with us, Lou. Hello. Let's uh, let's start a little bit with you first, and just in case listeners haven't caught up with you, you studied your craft uh, in Australia, and you've uh, completed recently an internship in Tokyo. What is it about making shoes that that led you to taking this track with your life? Um, so I I studied photography originally, and I really loved the darkroom. And then uh, photography for me became uh, quite digital, and I decided that I wanted to get back into hand skills. And um, I think that uh, I was just fascinated by making shoes because it is entirely um, hands-on. And I decided to pursue that avenue and I wrote a lot of emails and letters to shoemakers around the world and I got a great response and I found a great teacher in Australia and it just went from there really. What's the history with the shoe school then for you? A Uh, long time in the coming? uh, Yes, so I've been working on it for about six years now. Um, and recently in November I became a full-time owner of shoe school teaching shoemaking Um, so I began just really simply from my home and uh, making baby shoes Um, just starting out with a really simple product um, using leather so just developing my skills that way and then gradually moving into um, adult shoes and then um, the skills to teach shoemaking what does uh, a bespoke handmade shoe offer the wearer that a commercially made shoe doesn't? Um, well, so I guess you can make a pair of shoes that will suit your feet. Uh, the shoe, the shoes that I offer are not actually um, bespoke. So bespoke means making a pair of shoes from scratch. Um, so I offer... Uh, pre-made patterns that students can choose from and then they adapt those patterns to fit their feet. Right. Um, yeah, but DeCarno, he makes bespoke shoes. Talk about him in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so um, how easy or otherwise is it for someone to set themselves up in their own home? I imagine I, I imagine that you've got all sorts of uh, amazing equipment that enables you to do what you do. Yes, um, so I do have some neat bits of equipment. Um, luckily, I can recommend some second-hand Singer sewing machines that are very good for sewing leather, but still quite easy to find. Um, and then I've also been able to source a lot of tools from overseas, so I can recommend to students um, how to get those. And I've been uh, sweet-talking some suppliers, so they're a little bit more accessible now. Um, for members of the public just to ring up and buy supplies. I suppose one of the things that really appeals to people is, uh, I mean, we make a statement one way or another, many of us anyway, with with how we dress, and some of us like to do that uh, a little bit more ostentatiously than others. Yeah. Um, But uh, shoes have often been the thing that we're kind of limited by. We, you know, there's kind of a standing joke. It's, oh, you know, uh, where can I find a decent pair of shoes? I have to go to... Melbourne to go and yeah. get my, my, my latest pair of boots. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah. I, I suppose this enables people to 
yeah. be able to sort of work with their, their footwear as, in the same yep. way as they would with other parts of their wardrobe. Yeah, definitely. I encourage students to make a Pinterest board and then I encourage them to send me that Pinterest board and I uh, respond with comments on the shoes that they've collected and then we sort of gradually build a picture of what they want to make uh, based on other styles. And... Um, yeah, so I've got uh, so there's I've got a huge Pinterest board myself, and that's what I do. I just collect uh, images of shoes all over the world, and then try and make them in Dunedin. Louise, what's um, the kind of the time frame for being a complete novice to coming to work with you to be able to, to then be able to step out of that and go? I think I can confidently make a pair of shoes for myself. Four days. Four days. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how long my course runs for, which equips students with all of the skills they need to make their own shoes in their own home. Shoe school, check it out. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there thinking, oh, what a wonderful idea. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, and need they be expensive? I mean, I suppose that's the other thing we kind of think about. Um, you're yeah. making choices, I suppose, about the materials that you use. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, rough ballpark figure for making a pair of shoes? Well, so the material costs for my my shoe school is $150. Um, and I've costed that out. So uh, the cost of the shoe school is 600 and that includes the 150 And then for the second-hand machines, I mean, I mean, you can find pretty much everything second-hand. The machines normally go for about $100. So, it, yeah, it can be relatively cheap. It's just um, if, if you wanted to get more expensive equipment, you can, and that can be a long-term goal. But, yeah, you can start quite cheaply. But, of course, some footwear are absolute works of art and I suppose that leads us appropriately now to this event that you're promoting. Mm -hmm. Tell us about your special guest. Um, So my special guest is uh, Takano Kitaro. He is a shoemaker in Ginza in Tokyo, one of uh, Tokyo's most glamorous districts. He um, creates custom and made-to-order shoes uh, they take about 10 months to make from ordering and they are priced between two and $5,000, so they really are quite special. Um, so I went to Tokyo last year from January to March to do an internship at the Clemita Skinza workshop and uh, when I was there, uh, in exchange for teaching Takano English for one hour a day, I spent about 10 hours <laughs> of that same day uh, practicing shoemaking and um uh, Takano hand sews uh, the bottoms of his shoes, so the uppers are all machine stitched, but the bottoms are entirely hand sewn and then um, shaped with a knife, so all by hand. You would have been in shoe heaven. I was in shoe heaven. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a world, a world of its own. It was pretty amazing. Who does he make shoes for? So there is a market for those kinds of shoes in Japan. So um, some of the, well, one client, for example, came in and he, he wanted a pair of uh, triple strap monk shoes that he'd seen in Gucci and they didn't have uh, the, the correct size for him. So he wanted Takano to make a pair for him and that was fine. He could do that. And, um, and then he ordered a second pair. So, so yeah, there definitely is a market in Japan for that kind of, uh, shoe because um, it seemed to me that a lot of people in Japan love uh, love specialised crafts. So um, there was a lot of uh, there was an honour in being a bespoke and made to order shoemaker. I'll just get to come around a little bit more on that microphone, thanks, Lou. It's freaking up. Thank you. Um, so if if he um, if his work was to be characterised in any way, if you were to sort of 
uh, could you look at a, a shoe and say, hey, that's, that's, that's his? Uh, yes, so his shoes are characterised by um, uh, quite decorative flowing uh, lines in the upper, so um, the pattern pieces, they, quite, they curve around. Um, and uh, they have a. I noticed they had a slight uh, kind of lean to them. They're very, they're curvy, very curvy, and very decorative. So there's an opportunity for people here in Dunedin to see uh, his work and to meet the man. So tell us about the yep. opportunity that uh, you've set up. So I'm arranging for Takano and his English-speaking assistant Chami to travel to Dunedin in March. Uh, this is an ID-associated event, and uh, there's going to be a private viewing and an exhibition at Olveston Historic House. And the private viewing is happening on the 15th and 16th of March, and the exhibition is running from the 15th to the 19th of March. Wonderful environment. Why Olveston? Um, Olveston is, uh, well, it's very grand, so it's an excellent fitting uh it's an excellent place to have an exhibition of very grand shoes. And it also has a lot of artefacts collected by the Theoman family, who are the original own, owners of the home. Um, uh, a lot of artefacts from Japan. So it's a great setting. And the, the, the shoes that he'll be bringing with him, are they effectively, I mean, would you call them a kind of artworks? Are they, are they off someone's feet and he's borrowed them for the last? No, <laughs> he's creating uh, the shoes for the show. Yeah. So they're going to be on display, probably not worn, uh, probably displayed on pillows, uh, but there, there will be some shoes for sale and he uh, will be measuring people's feet for fittings should anyone want to buy a pair. I imagine uh, many of the people who you've had through the shoe school and been dealing with over the last few yep. years will, will be very interested in this event, as will other people with, with just a general interest in fashion. Yep. Of course, uh, ID Fashion Week, there'll be lots of similar events. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a costly exercise to bring them over. And yes. uh, to that end, you've uh, started a crowdfunding campaign. Tell us about that. So tomorrow I will be launching a crowdfunding campaign, and uh, it is called the Campaign to Bring a Master Japanese Shoemaker to New Zealand. Um, so I'm asking for two thousand dollars, and that money will help, will contribute towards flights for Takano and Chami. All right. So uh, people should go to which website? www.booster.org.nz. Um, you can also find details on my Shoe School Facebook page and my website, which is uh, shoeschool.com. Shoeschool.com. I advise you to go to shoeschool.com because it'll be interesting uh, to find out a little bit more about what Lou does Mm -hmm. and probably easier to just follow the direct link to the crowdsourcing uh, campaign there. So that launches tomorrow, folks. Uh, You can uh, uh, help bring this master shoemaker over from Japan. Uh, Lou, all the best with that and all the very best with Shoe School as well, which um, I, I know you've been doing and running courses for people outside of kind of this formal shoe school business before, but it's great that this is now a full-time thing for you. Great that you're still in Dunedin and doing it mm. uh, rather than having to go somewhere else to make it happen. So, um, folks, that's another opportunity you might want to take up. Spend uh, four days of your time learning how to make your own footwear. You'll never go back, probably, I would guess. This program was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.